This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Etzavim Vayela Tavshin Pei. We find in the middle of Parshas Etzavim, the beginning of Perak Lamed, in Pasuk Gimel, Moshe Rabbeinu is telling us what's going to be at the end of time. The Pasuk says, V'shav Hashem Alekecha Eshevuscha. Hashem your God will return your captivity. V'chamecha and will have mercy. And Hashem will go and gather you in from where Hashem scattered you. And the Apostle goes on to say, even if He sent you to the furthest parts of the world, Hashem will go and bring you back. And Rashi explains, it's as if that when Hashem sends you out to Golis, Hashem's going to go with you. And therefore, when Hashem is bringing you back, He's also bringing himself back. Because when we went, set, we went out to Golis, Hashem came with us. And then Rashi tells us one more thing, which is an amazing thing Rashi says. The day of the ingathering of the exiles, the day that Hashem will bring us back is so great. Uvikoshi, And it's going to happen with great difficulty. It's as if Hashem Himself, it's as if Hashem Himself will have to go and hold Ish Ishmim Komo. Hashem will have to go and hold each person's hand to bring them out of Golas. Now, I skipped a word when I read this. I want to read it again with adding in the word that Rashi says. It will be so difficult to bring us in from this Golas. It's as if Hashem Himself, Tzorach Lios Ochas Biyadav, Hashem has to hold the hand of each and every person, Mamish. Actually. What's Rashi adding by this word, Mamish? Actually. We obviously understand it doesn't mean that Hashem is, is a big hand coming down from heaven and grabbing hold of everyone's hand. We understand it to mean to say how carefully Hashem will do this. After each person, he'll go and bring them back. So then what's Rashi adding by the word mamish? He will actually do it. The storm tell us, the Gemara in Brachas Chesam and Al tells us that Hashem has 903 ways that he can take back an Hashemah for somebody. When a person dies, 903 ways. Out of these 903 ways, Askara is the most painful. Askara is when a person's throat starts to constrict. It means he gets tighter and he can't breathe and he strangles to death. That's the most difficult one. All the way to the easiest one is a death called Nashika, which means by kiss. Hashem kisses and then Hashem leaves without any pain. In fact, that is the Misa that Avram Avinu had, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Aaron, Miriam, Moshe, that's the type of death that they had. Now the Gemara explains what it's like. The Gemara says, Askara is such a difficult death, it's like removing little um, thorns that are entangled in a ball of wool. You want to take out those little thorns, little pieces in a, in a ball of wool, and you rip them out. It's hard to get them out. And then when you rip them out, you're ripping part of the wool with it. As opposed to Nashika. A kiss of death is like a strand of hair and a cup of milk. And so easy to take out, it comes right out, and it separates very easily, and there's no pain. Rav Dessler, in the Sefer Mithim Elio, in the 
fourth chilek, explains as follows, that there are some people who are very magushim. That means they're very attached to this world. They're very attached to physical things, to materialism. And they run after materialism because just the pleasure of having that. And therefore, when it comes time for their neshama to leave, the neshama is so attached that it's difficult to separate them. It's like taking a thorn out of a ball of wool. It's painful. But someone who lives on this world and his attachment to, to spirit, to, to physical things, to materialism, is just enough to keep his neshama going to serve Hashem. When it comes time for his neshama to leave, it's easy. It's painless because he's not so attached to this world anyways. It's as easy as taking a hair out of milk. That's what Mechim explains. And therefore, what Rashi is telling us, that at the end of days, when the time finally comes for the final gula, Hashem is going to go and bring everyone in. Even those who are so attached to this world, Hashem is going to go and take him by the hand of Mamish, which means he's not going to go and just grab him and pull him, and that will be terribly painful. But even thorns that are attached in a ball of wool, you could, with patience, take that thorn out slowly and carefully without ripping any of the wool. And there would be painless. And that is what Rashi is telling us. Not just that Hashem is going to bring each and every one of us back, but He's going to do it the hand mamish. Each one is going to take the hand carefully, extricating us, just taking us out carefully and without that pain. We all know a fellow named Christopher Reeve. Well, we don't actually know, but we heard of him. That's correct. Christopher Reeve is the one who played Superman in the Superman movie. Known as the Man of Steel. Well, Superman, at the young age of 42, was riding a horse, and he took the hobby of horse riding, and even though he was very careful, he was practicing for a race, and the horse had to do these jumps, and it did one jump beautifully, then a second jump, and then when it came time to do the third jump, the horse stopped. And Christopher Reeve, who was riding it, was thrown off the horse, and he landed headfirst, he broke his top two vertebrae in his back and he was paralyzed from the neck down. He's a quadriplegic. And his whole life immediately changed, obviously. And in the beginning, he wanted to give up. He said, what type of life is this? But he managed, with the support of his family, to continue on. He ended up starting a foundation for the research of people who were paralyzed and to help them. And he, one time, he told a friend of his, while he was sitting in a wheelchair, he couldn't move. He couldn't move around. He, could only, he couldn't even breathe by himself. And he told somebody, he says, you know, he says, as much as this completely changed my life, but at least it taught me the meaning of life. I now understand the value of life. I wouldn't have chosen this, but I now understand the value of life. Sometimes we get so involved in materialism, we forget that life has a meaning to it and we're here to accomplish something. Maybe perhaps somebody we could relate to a little more. There was a fellow. His name was Avram Kordish. Avram Kordish was a PhD student in the University of Michigan. He was an all-American soccer player, and he was a star lacrosse player. He had everything going for him. He was built, he was handsome, he was popular, he was smart. And one day he was walking home, walking to his dorm, and a mugger came and mugged him and then shot him in the back. 
and he ended up being also a quadriplegic. He couldn't move. He couldn't even breathe by, breathe by himself. As he said later on, he couldn't even scratch his own nose. And he started to wonder to himself, I can't run anymore. I can't play soccer. I can't play lacrosse. I can't do anything. What's my value? What's my life worth? And he started to look into his religion and he ended up becoming from. And he started to lead a from life. And he saw the beauty of the Torah, the beauty of Yiddishkeit. And he told somebody, he said, look how kind Hashem was to me. He said he could have kept on living his life the way he was before, with all the honor, with all the glory, with all the wealth it would bring and fame. But he never would have found true meaning in life. And now he finds true meaning in life, true meaning in the pleasure of living a life with Hashem. And that is something we all should do. Not wait until it's forced upon us, but to realize that all the materialism in this world, all the pleasure in this world is all, so we should go and attach ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which gives us the biggest pleasure. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.